0: Evening and welcome. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement Internationals, also the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy peace and harmony. Today I pray that you are doing great. Yes, today is an awesome and beautiful sunny day. Yes, thanking the Lord for another opportunity for you lending me your ears on today. May you be blessed and may you prosper and be a great health, even as your soul prospers. Yes, this is your girl Rhonda Taylor. Okay, I want to start out with uh, giving you Psalms 6 and 2. Psalms 6 and 2, where it says, Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. Yes. There is healing and deliverance for weaknesses as we know. We sometimes need to drive out spirits of weaknesses and infirmities. You know, when Jesus went away, he said when he go away that he would send us the comforter. The comforter was the Holy Spirit. And also he said those things that he did that we shall do that and more. Yes, and more. See, he left the Holy Spirit, and he left his spirit in us, that way we can perform the same miracles as our Father done before he left the earth, before Jesus left the earth. When Jesus walked the earth, there was nothing that he didn't heal. Nothing. Okay? When he left, he sent the Holy Spirit. As I mentioned before, okay? who works on what? On the inside of us, to have the full extent of salvation that Jesus paid for us on the cross. Now, I haven't found anybody else that died on the cross for my sins, and I don't think you can find anyone that have died for you. Nobody but Jesus. Can you say that with me? Take a pause. Time's up. Nobody but Jesus. Build faith in those who are ministering to by uh, letting them know that what was good for the people then is good for us now. See, we got to tell people that we must let them know the things that he did. Yes, build faith in those. You got to build faith in those that are ministering. Uh huh. By letting them know that that was good, what was good for them then in the days of of old, as they say, is good for us now. Okay. Also, I want you to read Hebrews 13 and 8. God does not, okay, change no matter what we think. People change. We may change, but God never changed. Whatever God said concerning you, he did not change his mind. See, we are a people that we forget. We we may forget that we said certain things or we may have made a commitment and didn't fulfill our commitment. And we may have done all those sorts of things, but God never leaves us without his word being fulfilled. As a matter of fact, He said it in his word, that his word will never return unto him void. Whatever he spoke over you then, he mean it now. I also want you to read Malachi 3 and 6. I'm giving you these scriptures because I want you to go back and read them at your leisure, okay? There is no shadow of turning with him, as we know, okay? Also, I want you to read James 1 and 17, okay? If I'm going fast... Let me slow down just a minute, okay? Let me go back. I want you to read Hebrews 13 and 8, Malachi 3 and 6, James 1 and 17, okay? Okay, now, moving forward. Because God's faithfulness, we can trust, we can trust Him, right? You can trust that He... Uh, if he healed us then, if he healed you then, see, I said us cause I have a resume with God. Okay. God healed me from so much. He healed me from depression. He healed me from all types of illness. When I almost died three times from, uh, from having pneumonia. Yes. in my, in both lungs, blood, uh, had, uh, infection all through my blood. God healed this young woman that you're listening to now. Yes. He healed me from the crown of my head to the very soles of my feet. That's that same God. He is a healer yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is and he will heal today. Also, I want you to read Matthew 4 and 23. This is what it says. Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in the synagogue. Uh-huh. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Okay? He healed all. You hear what I'm saying? All. Okay, not some. All. Jesus healed every disease and sickness. People actually came to him with no exceptions. There was nothing too hard for him. Going back to what I said in the very beginning, I said, God said, Jesus said that those things that he did then, we should do those things and more and better. Okay. And also he left you a comforter, which is what? The Holy Spirit. Healing is available, as you know, to all during the kingdom of, in the kingdom age. It is so amazing to me. It's amazing that some Christians still believe that God puts sickness on his people. Who, who in the world would think that God would, would put sickness on his people? Okay. Some may ask, um, God, why do you allow this sickness to to come on my body? They feel or may have been told by a church leader that it was the will of God for them to suffer sickness and not be healed. That's not true, okay? This is not biblical at all. God does not put sickness on his people. Jesus died so that we might be, what? Healed. I do believe that there are many, uh, that there may be times uh, when God will allow sickness, especially for rebellion or disobedience, okay? But for God's people, we can expect to live a a healthy life and to be healed from all of the diseases because of what Jesus died. He died on the cross for that, okay? It comes with the territory, okay? Also, I want you to read Mark 16. Seventeen and eighteen, verses seventeen through eighteen. Okay, um, so not only should you expect to be healed, you should also know that you are uh, uh, that you are to pass out. Uh, out that healing to all those are around you. All those people that are around you, you need to let them know that you are healed, that you are free, that you are delivered, that you have the mind of Christ. I don't care what the devil said, I don't care what the doctor said, I don't even care what you said. Whose report will you believe? Me personally, I believe the report of the Lord. Uh-huh. That is true. Kingdom living. He has made healing available to you through uh uh, by, you know, through different avenues, uh, if you must. Uh, uh, he have given us different avenues. And I'm going to give you those avenues, okay? One of them, it is healing through the laying of hands, okay? Healing of the laying of hands, Luke 4 and 40. Sickness is an oppression of the devil, okay? So it is no wonder that the demons uh, reacted as Jesus ministered through laying of hands, Demons hate the laying of hands. They do not want you to lay your hands on sick people and drive them out. Uh huh. Just like that, demon said, "Why have you come here to torment us before our time?" Uh huh. Some have talked. Uh, uh, they have taught such things. If you, if you will. Uh, a lot of times people don't like it when a deliverance ministry, a deliverance minister, come into their ministry. Or some people. Uh, When they come to deliverance ministries, they don't stay long because those demons began to uh, talk them out of getting their full deliverance and their full healing. So what they do, they get just a little bit of a word in them to be dangerous to themselves and the people around them. Okay. Uh, Some have been taught to never lay hands on demonized people. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, I've actually heard people say the Bible said to lay hands suddenly on no man. But as we know, that it said that you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. But this is not the teaching of Jesus. Okay. This is what they're saying. This is not, this is not him. He laid hands on, he laid hands upon people who had demons, he drove them out. Okay, he drove them out. Although all deliverance do not require the laying of hands. Ah, no, it do not. So I want you to I want you to understand and know that Peter's shadow healed people. Okay, sometimes it, it was a time where uh, I would go in and minister. And they would say things like, oh, man, you came in and tore up the house. They were saying it in a good way because so many people got delivered and free. uh, When I went in and when I came out, a lot of people was free. And when they left out with me, they was free. And so, but I had to take time. I had to take time. And and you gotta be careful because some people really don't want what you have. And so you don't wanna waste a whole lot of time toiling and praying and, and, and calling things out and they wish for them things not to leave. Everybody don't want to get rid of demons. Some people enjoy being oppressed and depressed with spirits of infirmity because it brings on a lot of attention. So you got, everybody don't want deliverance because me personally, I used to always say uh, to my spiritual dad before he passed, I said, you know, I want deliverance. I want to be delivered from everything. And he would laugh. I said, I don't want to deal with nothing. He said, daughter, you're going to deal with something. He said, but I do understand what you're saying and you are going to be delivered because you want it. You desire it. You got to desire deliverance and you got to walk it out. He said, I always tell people you grow through what you go through. You're not, you know, you're not going to just, you're not just just going to be in this life and not go through anything. You understand? Okay. So going back, although all deliverance do not require laying of hands, you should not fear laying hands upon <clears throat> people to drive out demons. Okay? And as you know, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. As you know, uh, a demon know when you are afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Did you not know that? Did you not know that it's just like a dog because it's his fear. Demons know when you are afraid. And they know when you're just talking big, but really not doing anything because when it start, when it gets to the point where you start, you know I've been in places where we pray for people and they would get humps in their backs and they would like squirm in the floor and and start talking in different languages and roaring at you and making hissing sounds like a snake, and you know doing all that stuff. See, I've been in that atmosphere and i and i and I mentioned to you all in other of my episodes that I've done. Uh I've been I've been exposed to it. I've seen that since I was a little girl like the age of 5, you know, I've seen things and I've seen uh people casting demons out and and things like that. So I'm not afraid of a of a demon. You know, it's just that you better know your strength because if you are already sick and feeble in your body and you very weak, you better not dare go try to cast a demon out of no one. When I know that I'm weak and I've been doing a lot, I don't come up against things like that. I get my strength and then I come back with dunamis power and it's on. It's on. (laughs) You should not fear laying the hands on demons. It is a valid administration of the ministry of deliverance. Did you hear me? It is a valid administration of the ministry of deliverance. Laying of hands is a foundational doctrine. Okay? I'm going to repeat that. Laying on hands is a foundational doctrine. Read Hebrews 6, 1 and 2. Okay? When the Lord wants to release his power in the earth, he often does it through the laying of hands. Spirit-filled believers can lay hands on the sick and expect the transfer, which is virtue of power, which is dunamis, as I just said, into the bodies of the afflicted. Uh huh. And see them healed. Mark 16 and 18. This virtue will drive out sickness, it will drive out disease, which are of what? The devil. Uh-huh. Every time I start talking about deliverance and what and how to do, I start getting a little choked up. And guess what? Every foul spirit and every spirit that's not of God have to leave by the power and the authority of God. Because everything that I speak today, it shall and it will come to pass in your life. Believers are walking. Uh, uh, we have to be uh, uh, willing to walk in the healing anointing, okay? Uh, We carry with us the virtue of Christ. And you got to understand that the enemy don't want you to know who you are and what power you have. He wants you to walk in fear. He He wants you to walk around sick. He wants you to walk around full of diseases. He wants you to walk around with a confused mind. He don't want you to be healed and delivered and set free and made whole. Because he knows that you will be a danger to his little bitty kingdom. Okay? So we carry with us a virtue of Christ. Demons do not want believers to know the power and the virtue that is released through the laying of hands. (laughs) You know? And so I always tell people that because they, they know that it is the foundation of releasing of the power of God on the earth. OK, all believers should be trained. You hear me. Y'all hear me talking about that all the time. All believers need to be trained and released to lay hands on people for healing and deliverance uh-huh. and the and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. There is a fine line between healing and deliverance. Okay, there are some people uh, who will not be healed until evil spirits are cast out. Okay, once the evil spirit is cast out, uh, the damage is done uh, to that part of the body. But you need to know this the body can be healed, you need to know that. Okay, sometimes there is damage to the body. You know, when being delivered, people don't understand that, especially if you've been sick for so long, you have people that have scars. Like I have scars from things that I've been through, but I am delivered. So, but I still have those, you can still see those scars and that's evidence that God still healed me because I'm able to move my hand around my, you know, when I was in a car accident and and I, and I, my finger, my finger was uh, completely broken. And so God healed that. I didn't even go to the doctor for that. God healed that. And so God will, he would he leave you with things and let people see, hey, this right here, this was an affliction, but God healed it. The enemy tried to restrict me. I, was, I remember at one time I, I had broke my left foot and my right foot. Okay, I'm going to tell you, when you have a, a calling, when you have been ordained by God, when you have been chosen by God, the enemy will begin to put a hit out on your life. And sometimes, just sometimes, he will use the closest things and the closest people that are to you to disturb your peace, your joy and your harmony and bring a sickness onto your body. Uh-huh cause that's what the the enemy is so strategic, but our God is more strategic our God is. Uh, a sniper, if you will. I always tell people in the spirit realm, I am a sniper in the spirit realm. The enemy been on my trail since I was in my mother's womb, and that's the same. That's the same as some of you. Some of you have been fought all of your life, and God is giving you a second win. It's just like if you know me, if you know me well, you know I love boxing, and I always tell people, you may look, you know, they be in the ring, and all of a sudden you look like that one person is losing then all of a sudden they they sit down and they get a second win and oh God they come back stronger and they begin to knock that joker out. Yes. And, and, and so you began to thank God for the second win. I always say, God, thank you for the second win. Thank you that I didn't get, I got knocked down, but I didn't get knocked out. So I was able to get back up and fight again. And that's some of you, some of you have been knocked down. You've been knocked down. You, you've you had the breath literally knocked out of you you had to win knocked out of you you've had to you've been to the point to where you've had blows to the head but nevertheless, nevertheless 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 you got back up and you got in the ring and you began to fight again and you told that dumb devil to come on bring it on is that all you got and you began to talk back to that devil and you began to tell him let me tell you something you may come with me to tell me this way but I come to you with the, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And when I take you down, this time you ain't getting back up. And see, we got to walk in the power, the dunamis power that God have given us. God have given you power. Walk in your power. Yes. Healing through deliverance, Matthew 8 and 16. Demons can be the reason why people are sick. They may have a spirit of infirmity, Okay. Cast out the spirit of infirmity and pray for the person's total restoration in the name of Jesus. Read Luke 8 and 2 and see more of how to be effective in in your next chapter of life. Keep reading. Keep studying. Excuse me. Keep seeking the Lord. Keep talking to the Lord. Seek his face. Lay out whatever you got to do and ask God. Because you know what? God know what you can handle. Heal it through breaking of curses. Uh-huh. Galatians 3 and 13. Some people are plagued through generational demons of infirmity, such as uh, diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, uh, certain heart conditions, and more. Okay. If there is a generational curse that is activating sickness in someone's body, know that because Jesus was made a curse for us, he died for that curse. You can encourage them to tell that devil that what? He will be that sickness that's in his or her body will no longer be there. You have to decree and declare it. Yes, you got to take back your power. Just like I used to tell people that have been bullied, that have been going through abuse, that people that literally just just keep abusing you and they doing it and they doing it intentionally. you got to take back your power and say, hold them up. Wait a minute. (laughs) Let me put some. Prayer in it, <laughs> Uh devil. You ain't got no control over me. You can take whatever you got and keep it moving. Cause guess what? God has been taking care of me since day one. God will continue to take care. I always tell people the tribe have been established since two thousand and seven. It started. It really started in two thousand and six, but it was established in two thousand and seven. Okay. And I always tell people, I enjoy you, I love you, I appreciate you. But God is over this ministry. God is in control of this ministry. This I've never seen the righteous forsaken, knowing his seed begging for bread. God have been taking care of this ministry. God will continue to take care of this ministry. You know why? Because it belongs to Him. Okay. But I always tell people, I appreciate what you do and what you've done. But let me tell you tell you this. If you ever decide to take away anything, if you ever decide to walk away, if you ever decide to think that by you pulling this back that's going to afflict the ministry, you're in trouble because guess what? That's your problem and not mine. It's not mine because God said that he will make this ministry rich and add no sorrow to it. God said that we were the head and not the tail. God said that we were above and not beneath. God said that his children were not beggars. God said that he would supply All of our needs. So guess what? I don't worry about that. That's small stuff. And I pray you think the same way. Never let nobody think that they have the upper hand over you with anything, with their time, with their money, with their, with whatever. Don't never let nobody think they got that over you. Or if they thinking, well, if I'm not there, you can't do it. The devil, what was I doing before you showed up? Holler at you. Okay. So let people know that because a lot of times we get so hung up on things and people and what we don't have. And God said, you got me. If you got me, you got everything. Okay. So keep God first in your life. Know that God is instructing you. God is guiding you. He is leading you. He said the steps of a good man or ordered by the Lord and let your steps be ordered by the Lord. Because when your steps are ordered by the Lord and not by man or one man. You will go further in life than you think, okay? Moving forward, healing through anointing oil, Mark 6 and 13. Anointing oil represents the spirit of God, okay? And the anointing, which is the anointing is what drives sickness and disease, there we go again, out of our bodies. The anointing oil breaks yokes and bondage. OK, Isaiah read Isaiah 10 and 27. The sickness is a form of bondage, just like I tell people about abuse. OK, it's bondage. OK. You can use anointing oil on laying of hands as you pray for the sick and those who are vexed by the devil and see them be healed and delivered. See, you all, uh, you have a gift by God. Man didn't give that to you. That's a gift from the Lord. God has blessed you with many gifts. And guess what? Only you can do what he have summons you to do. See, God have chosen you for such a time as this. See, the enemy don't want you to know who you are and whose you are. He don't want you to know how powerful you really are. That's why I said before, he keep plaguing you, bringing on little things to try to distract you. Because he know when you make up in your mind that you're not going to be distracted. That you're not going to let the enemy come in and run uh, uh Run wild in your home, run wild in your ministry, run wild in your life. Then he gets upset and he starts picking and using other things and people to say things that's all out of order, that will come and do things all out of order, that will set up confusion. They are all out of order. You know why? Because the enemy is using those people to bring confusion, discord, deceit. He's using them to do that. So we don't wrestle against what? Flesh and blood, but against spirit principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. So Satan uses those who yield their members to him. If you find a person that have a very evil spirit and they do things to get back at you and they start just doing little devious things, they are being used by the devil. Okay. Some people, as I always tell you all, some people know that they're being used and they are willingly yielding their members. I call them the child of Satan. Uh huh. Because they're willingly letting their members be used by the devil. That's not your business nor your problem. You know why? Because you're going somewhere in life. God is shifting in your life. God is removing some things from your life. God is putting things in place. God is blessing you. And some of the things that you have been asking God for, God is giving you those things. And nothing the devil can do about it. Healing through faith, Mark 11 and 23. For some people, sickness is a mountain. It's always in their way, okay? It seems like something they can't overcome, okay? But you can speak to them the truth, what of Mark eleven and twenty three that says, when you have faith and don't doubt, you will speak to that mountain and it will be moved, even as you pray for them. Speak to that mountain of sickness, okay, and say, lupus, diabetes, be removed and cast to the sea in the name of Jesus cancer, be removed and cast to the sea in the name of Jesus. But as the minister and the intercessor, as a minister and an intercessor, as a minister, I want you to hear me, as a minister and an intercessor, you can't doubt. Okay? You cannot doubt. Please don't doubt in your heart. Okay? This is why you have to be careful to guard your heart. Don't hang around people who, who constantly doubt. okay? Keep your heart free from doubt and unbelief. okay? There is going to be there's going to be a time when you will have to speak to some things in your own life. Okay, in the lives of others, every time a mountain gets in your way, instead of uh, turning around and running around, you need to stand face to face and say, be thou removed. Uh Uh-huh. I need you to grow up in faith. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. I need you to write something on your closet door in the bathroom and say, I'm going to grow up in my faith. Uh Uh-huh. Open your mouth and talk to sickness. Say, I command this sickness in the name of Jesus to leave his or her body. Okay. Mark 1 and 23. 11 and 23. I'm sorry. Those things which he says, this is not even about prayer. This is just about speaking, okay? I'm going to repeat that. In Mark 11 and 23, okay, those things which he says, this is not even about prayer. This is just speaking some stuff that you have to just speak to, (laughs) okay? He will have whatever he says. This is just some stuff that you have to just speak to. You got to just, you got to just speak to it. This is, this is some stuff that you just got to, you just got to speak to it. You just, you just got to speak to it. Okay. So I want you to know, we can go on and on, but we're talking about healing. Healing is the children's bread. Y'all heard me say that all the time. The enemy don't want you to know. He don't want you to understand. He don't want you to know God's word. He don't want you to learn God's word. He don't want you to understand and know who you are. So he keeps sending little distractions your way and you keep falling for it and you keep going all over hills for it and you keep being all misplaced and displaced and you keep saying, well, they're talking about the same things. Well, guess what? Evidently, you didn't get it. So God is giving it to you again. So now you try to get something new from something else and guess what? You thinking that you got it together and you really you really don't because you haven't healed from the beginning. Okay. So you got a lot of times, you know how you have your children. Your children say, I want to go outside and play. Did you clean up your room? Or did you did you sweep the floor? No, ma'am. Okay. First things first. Go clean your room. Sweep the floor. And then you can do what I told you to do. I mean, then you can go outside. My bad. <laughs> you can go outside. Okay? So until then. Don't ask me about going outside or doing going to the next until you finish what was then, okay? So, the same way we do our children, we, we know we're God's children, okay? If you're God's child, God deal with you that way. He'll ask you, what did I have you to do first, okay? What did I have you studying in? I don't know about you, but he'll do me like that. If I start trying to study in something else, he'll come to me and say, I told you to stay right here until you finish this. After you finish this, then you can go to that. Until then, don't you start that. Don't you start that. I need you to finish this. So some of you have aborted, you have left your assignment, and you really didn't even care. You just, you, you for whatever reason, you abandoned you have abandoned your assignment over and, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, okay? And God said, I don't care what you do. You can go to 10 Bug two, you can go wherever you want to go. But until you do what I told you to do at first, that that you're trying to do now, it ain't gonna work. I don't care what you say, what you do. You can play games with everybody else because they don't know you. They don't know the real you. You can play with them because they don't know you, okay? So I need you to get your freedom for real. I need you to be healed for real. I need you to be delivered and set free for real. Okay? Before you go to this, I need you to go to that. Okay? So in my closing, I thank you all for lending me your ears on this beautiful day. Yes, I do. I thank God for you. I thank God for every listener, everyone that has been. I'm serious. I I really thank God because, because of you. Because of your support, because of your love, because of the things that you do, that's that's pushing me forward. You know, even you know, God is first. He's pushing me, but you know, if it wasn't for you all, my audience, the people that that that's faithful, even on my TikToks, even on Instagram, even on on Anchor and Spotify, Facebook, you've all been so faithful. And I'm so thankful. Okay, thank you for, for not saying okay, I got enough, I can go somewhere else now. I can do something else. Thank you for for listening and listening and listening. See, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word, hearing it, and hearing it. You understand? So, all I said all that to say this: you are extremely 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 anointed you are amazing you are anointed you are powerful you have such a a heavy calling on your life until that's why your fight have been so intense but this too and it shall what pass you're coming out on top okay Write your vision and make it plain. Get you a vision board. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're 99 and a half. Still, write your vision board. If you're still able to write, stand, walk, read, or do all that, get you a vision board. And every time something come to pass, check it off. See, everything ain't about getting a man. Everything ain't about getting a woman. Everything ain't about just money, money, money. You know, money will help, but everything ain't about that. Put everything in this right perspective and watch God move on your behalf. Okay? We've been doing things kind of wrong. You know, some things we we put the court before the horse. God said, yeah, you did it again. You did it again. And sometimes he will let you, allow you go all the way through that because you think you got it all together. Can't nobody tell you nothing. So he telling those, I'm talking about those that have been hard-headed, those that keep doing it their way, those that keep saying that they're not going to do this anymore, they're going to do better. God said, yeah, I'm talking to you. I ain't talking about the ones that's been faithful, those that have been doing what they're supposed to do. They kept their hands to the plow. They didn't look back. They didn't stop. They didn't pause. They didn't do none of that. But they kept going. God said, I'm talking to you. You, I am going to make you rich and add no sorrow to your life. Everything that you've been asking me for, look out because it's coming. Oh, yes, it's going to happen. It is established. It is established on earth. Therefore, it is established in heaven. And whatever we bind on earth shall what? Be bind in heaven. And whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So God is loosing what? He's loosing love in your life. He's loosing healing in your life. He's loosing prosperity in your life. Yes, healing and all that. Restoration, deliverance is being loosed in your life. May God bless you. And may He forever keep you, is my prayer. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. I thank God for your life. This is a place where is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. God bless you.